On today's episode of Strike Gold, we talk with Magali Bursin about product based communities and how to keep them engaged, loyal, and happy. Listening to Strike Gold with Jonathan Kahn and Roy Pervarchik, and today we have a special guest, Magali Burstein. That was good? Yeah, that was perfect. Oh, yes! Roy, I'm winning! I'm winning! We're gonna cut this out. We're gonna we're gonna what? edit out this part. He's not gonna make it. Yeah, again. You, you, he just you, like nailed yeah, it. Yeah, you, you became too cocky with the yeah, name. Yeah, I'm going I'm That's you know it. what? I can say anyone's name. Ilana Fass. <laughs> All right. Um, this this is just to see if you ever listened to the early yeah. episodes. If you never heard any of the other ones, this is, this like, is for yeah. the OG listeners. <laughs> That's true. All right. So, Magali, please introduce yourself. Talk about who you are, what you do, where you've been. Well, Tell us I'm about the from journey. yeah. Well, I'm from Argentina, raised and born. I moved to Tel Aviv in 2011, and my first big job in terms of marketing. Um, was actually to be a co-producer for Burning Man here in Israel. That was my first big job in marketing. I was very involved in the music business. I really enjoyed it. Now oh, I didn't know this about yeah, you. Yeah, which I was, is like always getting excited yeah, because he was, was all involved in the music. Yeah, industry. I was a DJ manager uh, for Infected Mushroom. Here. Really? Yeah. And we used to like take part. This is like a fun story. I used to like travel to Hungary and uh, be a stage manager at festivals, Ozora, like more trans. Yeah. It was fun. And that's wow. how I you like. You understand how, guys, you can't actually see this. All you can do is hear, but Roy is smiling ear to ear. He's so excited. He's like, because well, he's, he's been always sitting here going, oh, the acoustics in here, oh, the guitars. And the, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what a guitar is. It's a thing with strings on it. I don't know what this is. But like, Roy is like, yes! No, I'm, ac- I'm actually, no, I'm actually, I'm, I'm smiling because of two things. One, that's cool because that's like a, we, we talked before. Yeah. But like, you dropped this right now. Yeah. No, yeah. which is cool. And also, like, you don't look like the person who would stage manage for Infected Mushroom. I, like, I yeah. don't look like the like. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good well, time. she had Rastas. Yeah, it was, I was, I was, That's cultural appropriation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't, I was not into that. Uh, yeah, so I was working in this DJ agency. We had a huge roaster. Uh, it's Ventura and I like a lot of like big names in the trans scene here um, and then I l- decided I wanted to go more into the high tech world and I jumped into Wix and I was social media which manager. is like the infected mushroom of the tech world absolutely it was fun <laughs> it was diverse we yeah. were all very uh, high there all yeah. the time yeah. <laughs> like the infected mushroom of them like yeah we were very very tripping uh, <laughs> Everything was a haze. <laughs> Absolutely. And we had a lot of fun. And then almost two years ago, I started my job at Waze, which is a Google company, uh, as a community manager and a storyteller for our communities. So we can start projecting all the beautiful things our community do into social and PR. So I just bring the stories of our community to the board. The um, beef that I have with Waze is that I feel when you listen to music and there's a Waze on, it's always in like the in like it, the, the voice jumps in in the worst part. It's like oh, yeah, it's about to yeah, be like the, the, the C part of the song. Yeah. It's the it's chorus. Like, there was actually turn left yeah. in yeah. two hundred. You're like no. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's just like just like before the when the beat is about to drop. Rock. That's exactly well, now exactly. Talks well, to you. Yeah, I guess yeah, you, it, you also now have the music you can do through ways. You know that you have like yeah, thing but it still lowers it down. Like yeah, and, and it still it's, lowers it's, it. It's, it's, but I feel like Waze always knows 
when it's a critical part they have an algorithm and like I would listen to a podcast and I'd be like so uh, the way we did this was and that's it we had a million users and I'm like fuck you (laughs) I need that I need that part yeah and then you go back and then you go back 50 seconds 15 seconds back and then you have and and like the first was like in 400 meters and it's like and the way we did this in 200 meters ah fuck (laughs) not again and you have to do it over and over again I love like okay so this is actually really connected to what you do how many of these funny things come up in the in the community many okay awesome do anyone create like like I've met companies that people create funny little amateur videos of these kind of things. Well, like actually, like, these became much bigger. There was a little episode on Eretz Nederet, mm-hmm. and they created, like, how the Waze office looks like, right? And it was, okay. like, three people just getting into your car and, like, understanding which music were you listening to. It's exactly mm-hmm. what we were just talking about. And they're like, okay, one, two, three, four, the beat's gonna drop. Okay, just hit it. And they were, like, <laughs> in the middle. They were like, nice. please, nice. turn right. You know? And it was That's very funny. funny. So people really take it very seriously. Clearly, the product does not do it on purpose. But it's just funny that it happens all the Wink. time. She winked. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Wait, I want to ask another ways question. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is just a, this is a yeah, funny thing. Like, I just really enjoy these ask. things. So... Uh, this, like, why do you keep taking away the good this, customized uh, voices? That's what I want to know. Like I, have, I used to have the coach. The yeah. like, You have all these voices inside that you can use. Right. I had the coach, and he was so motivational. He was like, you can do it. Turn right. And I was like, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> but you were walking. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, that was, I just wanted to hear him no, talk it, to me. Like For me, it, this is actually a product question that, is, that I'm really interested in. Okay. It sounds stupid, but it's... Well, it might be. There's but, no stupid question. Oh, there are many. Yeah, there's Trust so me. many. <laughs> I have so many of them. Uh, <laughs> Is that you have times when ways would say like instead of saying they like, do a uh, do a um, U turn? Yeah. It goes like uh, turn left, left, le- turn left, and then turn left, and then turn left. It's and kinda, you're like, wait, that's like a circle. Wait, yeah, what do I do? Yeah, no. And then it's time when you just say like, hey, do a U turn. I'm like, oh, okay. I think one of the coolest things that ways is that you can always turn around and say, well, it's the user's fault. They never said it's a circle. There, they were just like, yeah. the users uh, promoted that thing. So, so actually, that answer leads me because uh, everything at ways is community-based. Right. So it's a community who decide to map and how to map and how to indicate so how to drive. So there's one Waze user somewhere where they're in the world who did that same uh, kind of turn there's and said like, and, and he said like, yeah, I know it's like billions of people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, uh, this is a U-turn. No, no, no. It's a left, left, left. It's a left, left, left. Maybe yeah. like, they I like to say turn. The good <laughs> thing about the community is that they're really like, um, understand each other and they really like debate and they have like meetups where they can just like talk about this kind so of thing. So wait, issues. wait, I'm gonna stop you. Yeah. Start from the beginning. So tell me what is the Waze community? Like, I know Waze has three, like, different levels of community. You have like yeah. mappers. Yes. Right? Which I think the community, this is a community nobody you thinks about. You did your homework. No. So yeah, we did, have many I did different. My yeah. I did not do my homework. Well, <laughs> but I'm very interested you to hear what you copy mine. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to stay quiet and act yeah. like I know it. Yeah. Passing the homework. I know this. Yeah. So. so we have many different communities within the Waze app. We have the editor's community, which is the community of editors that dis- like decide how to edit the map, and they edit the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a community of beta testers, which is the people who actually like beta test our app. Mm-hmm. We have the community of Carpool, which is our newest product that mm-hmm. is launched in the US, Israel, and Brazil. And we have the community of partnerships. We have like different partnerships also with cities, 
um, yeah. companies depends. Do you define each one as a community? Yes, we define them uh, like as a whole. Mm-hmm. They're a holistic community because mm-hmm. usually there's many people who take part in more than one community, okay. so it's the same person. But yeah, they have completely different tasks. Um, and the way you you um, the format or the way you converse with them or how it's structured is it really like separate small communities like the where they can uh, yeah. talk to each other like on any, like on any platform they talk to, to each other they're in the same kind of realm each one or do you have like uh, like the partners for example yeah. do you have them in like this uh, like, uh, group community whatever uh, where they all can talk to each other or do you manage it as if you would manage it partnerships like one-on-ones no no we can we have forums like big forums where they can talk Amazing. to each other they can bring up topics that are relevant to them on on how to make things more efficient that works for them you know we'd really take into consideration their point of view right. for us there are eyes in every single corner in right. the world, right? I'm guessing like each community is actually hundreds of people. It's hundreds of people. It's so like a lot, a lot of people. And, and we're very blessed to have this community and, and I think they're the heart of this product. How many community managers are there? Our team, in terms of our team, we're like, mm, I would like to say 15 people, maybe 10 people. 15 10 people. community managers. Exactly. We Globally. Have, wow. Global, yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Right, because we like, the community is like everything to us. They really like... Without them, I don't even think there would be a product. I mean, they yeah, well, this product yeah. specifically right, is very this, much that. Exactly. So you have your own community for the, the Waze community managers, like a community of 15 people. <laughs> I, I told you there are many stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> I did not believe me. but We but, are like kind of a community, we, yeah. like in our team. We, yeah. we treat ourselves as communities. Tell, like, tell us more a little bit about how like, does it, did it came to be having these as a community. Like, partnerships, for example, is not a classic community case. Right. Partnerships usually would be like this, like head of partnerships, and he's gonna be or she's gonna be like in contact with all these people. Exactly. So when it comes to partnership, Waze has a very specific approach. We have a program called the Connected Citizens Program. Everyone mm. can know about it. Everyone can enter. Your partners are cities and exactly. So it's not companies like profitable companies. It's more like cities or you know maybe companies, but that are, that are building a highway or stuff like that actually have an impact in your day to day life when when you're navigating. Right. So what the community does, and this is why it's a community per se, they approach them or they get approached by them. It depends on, on how the flow goes. And they decide to start cooperating together uh, because it's very useful for the community to receive all the data. For example, I'm just going to give you an example. The city of Tel Aviv knows that with Pride, you know, the parade, yeah. all Bugra shops are going to get closed. I'm just giving you an example. Yeah. It's, a communi- it's a Tel Aviv municipality who holds that data and who holds like the exact times and the exact how many people are going to be in the field, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. By having those communities connected, the community of map editors gets to have all that data, gets to upload it in the map faster. Wow. And, and it's a very cooperative way that they really make the city run smoothly. Yeah, because it's, that's almost like predictive Exactly. So the community of map editors is really eager in receiving all the information they can get from different points just to make collaboration towards the map easier. Mm-hmm. So how... Let's talk about the, 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 you call them editors, I call them mappers, you call them editors? Yeah, that's it's called map editors, yeah. Map editors, okay, yeah, so it's they're like, map uh, editors. So, I guess this is kind of a, a unique bunch. I mean, like, I think, the, like, the average user probably is not, like, they're editing app, uh, maps probably just by driving around and giving you the information, so they're also kind of 
community, I guess, because they're yeah. app users. Too. Right. But like the map editors, how did you how did you spot them? How did you bring them in the, into the community? What's the kind of value proposition you give them? So I think that beauty about Waze is that we're all aiming to outsmarting traffic, right? Mm -hmm. That's what Waze right. does as a brand and, and as a company, as a product. Right. And I think that the community just happened to form itself on a very organic way mm -hmm. of just random people deciding, like, I cannot get to my house good. All of a sudden, I don't know, you put your address and you realize that your house is on the other side of the street or that, that you know that there's a better way to get there. That's exactly how, like, people started, like, getting excited about it. They're like, mm, I don't know, for example, I just open a store and I see that my store is not in the map. And you want it to be. And it's maybe it's something that starts being super personal, like, I want my house to be mapped correctly or I want... But, but isn't this like people uh, kind of editing their own things? Like the same way you would kind of, let's say, uh, you're a Google company, so I'll do, use that. So the same way I can kind of claim my business on Google and say, like, this is my business? Right. Isn't it? So that's not a very, like, that's not a deep level of engagement in terms of, like, I care about my store, my street. Right. And that's it. And, and, and I, I'm guessing the map editors are much more involved. They're much more engaged, but you're, you're talking how they got engaged at the first place. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. This, is like so this, is, this is probably how they got approached at first. Like, so this is how so they got interested. And then it's like, I think that every map editor has, uh, has that feeling, and, and they really understand that they're really contributing to making um, a better and more easy way to navigate the city as a whole, not just as your street, you know, because your street starts becoming your neighborhood. And your neighborhood starts becoming your city, and your city starts becoming your state, and your state becomes your country. And it's very rewarding to to see that you're actually contributing into into those stuff. So I want I want to ask you some more kind of technical or more kind of dry questions, I guess. But I know a lot of our listeners, and I know a lot of people are now focused on building like a product based community or how to build a community around a product. Now, up until, well, well, just like with social media, mm -hmm. where up until recent years, everybody thought, thought like, oh, social media is talking about myself. Let's talk about the company, me, 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 me. And nobody would engage because right. nobody cares. With community, with product-based communities, it, it's also going through that transition. Like two years ago, everybody who would open a uh, product-based community would be about, I just want to let them know about my features and stuff I do. And like the community wouldn't care because like, right. they don't care. Like obviously, nobody cares about other products until until something happens in the relationship. So I want to go back. You just said like they start by saying I want something for my store or my street, and they want to you know either fix something or yeah. I mean, every store is different, right? Like I'm yeah. talking on general terms. There's like stories of yeah, like people who are like got really engaged about like mapping the map. And all of a sudden, they brought a friend or stuff like that. So yeah, you don't really know exactly what their story is. Every store is different. We And I think that's the beauty of at least the Waze community. I cannot talk by other communities. Is that it's super diverse. And their stories are very, very diverse. And the reasons why they're there are not necessarily the same ones. What, what I wanted to ask is actually more of a flow or structure, which is somebody... So right now, for example, if I come up and say, hey... Um, I opened a new store or a new at a new location, mm -hmm. and I want to be recognized by Waze because my store is not on the map. You said like a lot of the map editors started by wanting to yeah. fix something small. Right. So, 
then so I'm just saying okay I have a new my I like my uh, street is not on the map my uh, new shop that I just set up is not on the map whatever mm -hmm. and then I approach you now do, like it's like through customer support usually it's like through what no so whenever I mean it's a very cooperative app and if you're driving you can report stuff right mm -hmm. and it will direct lead you to the live map and there you will see if in the live map you're good and if you're not there's a little buzz and do you want to contribute and you can just okay so go once to like the map editor so once i do contribute what happens there i just get access to the map right okay and then how and how would you go about from turning me into this like very small engagement where you got me engaged mm -hmm. into bringing me into that community of people who edit maps uh, or do this on like a, on a more casual ongoing basis? Is it so there's no actual like direct flow because once again, uh, we believe that the communities are self-managed. Mm -hmm. uh, we're there to guide and to give them support. We are basically like my job is to be their ambassador within the company. That's mm -hmm. what I do. Um, but every flow of every community is different. Um, there's a scoring system. Um, I don't know Internal, it by heart internal? internally. Okay. Um, that you know, you start mapping the route you always do. Then if you that mapping, which is automatic by driving through it. Or just like really editing? No, no, you actually need to edit okay. it. Uh, if you're editing, for example, but you start getting like a bigger area in terms of editing as soon as your edit starts getting approved. Yeah. Right? So if you start doing good edits, your areas starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and that's usually how you get involved in the community because you probably have a lot of questions and you probably need to know. And that's where so we every time I get an approval, forum. I get an email saying it's been approved. There's yeah. someone reaching out and saying, hey, here's a community where people talk yes. about this. You can join in. There's message feeds without uh, within the map, yeah. like within the map editing system, which is just a map editor. And there's a feed message system where usually the community, which is the established, very established community, um, reaches out to the new users. Mm. So that's okay. the way they engage. And there's many other ways they can engage to new users. Um not only by that approach, uh, they also host meetups or waste cafes, as we call them, which are like little waste meetings where they talk about how to improve the map and stuff like that. And they can get invited, like new editors can it's get invited. Like if you think like really old days, like people used to draw maps and shit, like yeah. now you have them, they still exist. The people get excited about mapping. It's like discovery almost. Yeah, but I'm, I'm interested because I would imagine the, the, the emotional trigger these days is not like oh I'm into geography and no, no, mapping. It's discovery. It's more about yeah. It's more about it's the human so need to get to the to the moon. You know, it's the same thing. We want to. We're looking for the new the new the new voyage. The new the new thing that we're gonna get, get out and go find something that does not exist. That's why I think in the culture of people, we're all excited about food and, and like food porn and all that stuff that's going on. Because we're just trying to find something new. Everything kind of exists. It's all been mapped out. It's all been done. But now we're like refining it down to the urban mapping where you turn around and go, ooh, I discovered a new road or I discovered a new thing or this yeah. kind of excitement where I, I actually do my... The, the only the, Okay, so on ways the minimal thing that I do is if there's a road that's closed down for, for construction, I actually like to report that. I could be like, oh, this is closed. Like... Damn it, this sucked. So right. that behavior, um, like, that's the thing. Like, he has this feeling. behavior, and then all of a sudden it just gets increasing because you're right. like, wait, if I can report that and probably, like, 
saving five minutes to the person who's behind yeah, well, me. It's, and not, it's, more, about, it's more about... I'm I'm smiling also, because for me, I, I never report things because I'm like, you oh. Asshole. No, <laughs> because I'm like, oh, if now somebody else drives and, and I am going to report, then he's going to listen to a favorite song and then going to be like, accident report ahead and, and, he, and he'll be like, oh, I didn't even affect me and it just like spoiled the No, course. I report, like, when there's a road that's closed, it like pisses me off because also like, I, yeah. I wanted to recognize that that's closed and give me the right GPS thing. And I don't want to have to turn, and then it's going to tell me to go back to that road. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I got to let this thing know that this is there's construction there. No one can pass this road. And I've done, I think that's the only thing that I const- constantly do there. Yeah. yeah. So that's why every single person has a different reason to contribute. So, so the onboarding, but it's a, but it's also like okay. So me and my brother have a funny thing we do to each other, where we call it inventing something for you. So if we found, like, a restaurant, and I was like, dude, you got to try this restaurant. And then he tries it, he loves it, and he tells someone else about it, then I'm like, yeah, but I invented it for him. Right? Like, that's our thing. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You kind of have that invented it for you kind of moment. I think that's really fun. Right. Like, you yeah. feel like you're actually, like, Yeah, helping. I invented this yeah. for everyone. And everyone now, like, this is me. They all owe You're me. welcome, people. Yes, exactly. So they should all be able to donate cash. I'm, 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 just, I'm just I'm trying to think about this in, like, in a practical matter. For yeah. Like, if I was building a community for a product, and what you guys do is actually you have this engagement metric with the product, and it gets scored in a way, and... You, it's and uh, a they have a gamification aspect, yeah, right? Yeah. They have yeah, the little icons that you get, and oh, thanks for no, reporting. No, but, but I'm talking points. internally. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, there's like a level where they get to a certain specific amount of engagement, where you kind of open the door for them to say, like, "Hey, there's other people." like you right Sorry. but that's like always there like actually if you just go to ways.com you can just enter and see it's very public we, we mm. don't we don't keep it from people it's just about uh, people tend to discover it once they feel the need or the will to make a change in the map can because I, of one particular reason can I ask like in comparison because again the, what's interesting here is that you're not just talking about um, a community built for a product that's that's a regular thing everyone's right. building a community around a product what you're actually talking about is a product that's very social, and it's actually in itself, it's a community before it ever like becomes like in comparison to way to Wix, right? Right. Where we both worked, yeah. <laughs> but like in comparison to that, Wix is not based off of the the you know social. It's kind of like it's built off other websites, uh, trends, Absolutely. and whatever, and it's like that kind of exists. And we turn around and say, hey, you we know, come to our. But in this in this place, the first thing you did when you came to the product was become part of a group. When you were starting to drive in the beginning of the product, when you were just mapping out by, by your driving, you were part of something bigger. You were part of a community. If you, right. didn't, you didn't need to know their names, you just needed to know that you were you were building something that everyone else was going to take right. part in. Well, and it's like kind of a yeah. switch. But I think like this is exactly what you're saying. Like Wix is a product that then build a community around it, and Wix it's magical because they just became in parallel, right? Like. There was there was a community, the, there was a community that needed a product, and then the product got built. Uh, but it was just the people understanding, they cooperating together and informing together. We would have the most accurate map in the planet, and yeah. it just makes so much sense if you think about it. And there's so many things that I like the, the aspect that you said about the city. So that like a city is now be being like. If being involved with ways, they're kind of like making their city a more high tech, exactly new age city. Absolutely. The more that you're involved with letting people, you, you know, with, that are using technology to have the information that they need from the city, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like the city just takes and gets a new level. I don't know. From my experience, whenever I see like people cooperating, whatever it's like a government like 
government or an entity and, and people. And when you see them cooperating and exchanging information, everything just becomes more accurate. You're not guessing. You're not assuming stuff. Mm-hmm. You just know. Like, the information is just there. You know because of the person who just drove on the same road five minutes before you. Or you just know because there's a sign from the municipality. And when all that information is just gathered on one place, it's very hard to go wrong. Because It's interesting. What do you think the—like, I'm going to ask you a right question. So you're on—you're driving down the road, you're using Waze, and then all of a sudden there's a uh, marathon going on. And the Waze doesn't know about it, or it's going to find about it, whatever. But it, at this point, it didn't know about it. Do you turn around and have a negative view towards the Waze or the municipality, like the the city? Do you turn around and like you're like, oh god, why? Wow. Um, you know, because in my head, I think I would immediately go like, I wouldn't do the Waze. I'd be like, the Waze is just uh, you know maps out what it has. So it probably didn't have enough information to actually collect well, about the marathon and say that this road is is completely blocked. I think I, w- I think I'd be more pissed with ways, just because I feel like the, the like uh, like they should have collected the information. Yeah. From the government. No, because like when I th- use ways, I don't think about its partnerships. I just think like oh, like this just gives me the information and it gave me the wrong information. Yeah, but in the same way, but the I, government goes and turns around this, and if the city turns the, around, the, like, like the c- but the, c- the city's responsibility is by having signs, which they have always. There's gonna be a marathon here. There's gonna be a marathon here. And if I didn't like, that's the city's responsibility towards me at this level of uh, like in 2019. No, I think that's a, that maybe was the responsibility years ago, but now in 2019, it's your responsibility to let. No, you because know, I, because I, I um, you're old. <laughs> number, number one, no, I am old. Roy has a very long beard of, yeah. uh, of an elderman beard. Um, <laughs> no, because what I think is that I don't think there's any. You know, the the more we talk today, I feel like that I'm more and more right winged as a person, which is weird for me. You're an angry man. <laughs> angry, angry aside, is because I don't, I don't think uh, governments or cities has like the fu- like fundamental. Uh, what's the word for it? Duty. Duty. Yeah. Um, to to share information with any tech company, any other way around. Yeah. Now it works better if it does, and it's like really good if, it, yeah. if that's what they do. That's a positive thing for them to to work together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm for it. Thing to say when you have, we live right now. I I haven't taken a bus in a long time. I have my bike, and all of a sudden I took a bus the other day, and I was like, oh crap! I have to load my card. I haven't loaded this thing in years. And then the person on the bus goes, No, you have to download an app and scan a QR code, and it pays it. And I was like, What? So they told me you have to download Hop On or whatever it is. Yeah. You scan the QR and it pays it. You just show the driver and, and very, you keep going. Like if I can get a word into that, I'm very upset. That app is, does not run on iOS. I don't know who planned that. No, it that. does. It does work on iOS, but it doesn't have all the stuff in it yet. Yes, it's that's really what I'm horrible. saying. I'm like, like I'm paying for a drive right. So yeah. for example, one, so they're wait. introducing tech into this situation. So of course they need like it's public transportation. Public transportation is the city, right? Right. So they they are already turning you around and saying, here we're we have the tech that you need to be like using. So, so, so we can I, go so to another example. Sorry. So, for example, move it. It's also. I was right? just thinking about move it. Yeah. So. I was afraid to mention move it because they also have the carpool thing. <laughs> no, but I think I think and it's funny. They're both I think the, the, they're both an, the an advanced of the city or advanced government should have like APIs and things into the no, into yeah. into its own. I think it depends how you nice. see it because, like, for example, I always go two hundred thirty-nine. That's the bus I take from home to work. Right. If you're a stalker. You know, you know where to find me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's the bus. It's literally the worst bus in the city, right? Never gets there on time. Did you ever go to him and say, hey, 
Don't go that way. I have ways. Uh, nice. Oh, <laughs> Nobody so good. heard that joke. Either. <laughs> yeah, they heard it. You're, I love our whispers. They're the it's best a, part of the podcast. No, it's just that the bus never <laughs> yeah. gets on time, you know. And and I was very upset because I use Move It as an app right. in order to know when the bus is coming. Now, by the way, Google Maps has like this very good, accurate new thing about buses. It's like I use stuff. that anyways. I don't use it because the link, move link in the comments. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. Move is just too dark for me. It right. just makes me feel depressed. Right, exactly. Well, but I use it because I used to rely on it, and at first I was very upset because they will always miss the time the bus was coming. Right, they were never accurate until I found out that this is not an actual crowdsourcing app. It's actually they're just taking the information given by the government. Like they know, right. like they're saying it's going to come every fifteen minutes. Exactly, that's what's and, that, come. and that's what it says. And that's when I started to realize that, of course, it's not accurate if they're not. There's no people actually like. Yeah, it's, they can putting nothing, any nothing input has into in this time. ridiculous yeah. app, and that's why I'm a big fan of like the concept of any call it ways, call it whatever, like crowdsourcing app because it's like. But call it if, ways. But yeah. call it ways. <laughs> call yeah. everything you do ways. Yeah. I'm gonna go get a cup of ways. <laughs> I can drink it, you know, before I go to my ways yeah. uh, with my kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> with my ways. Yes. Uh, no, I, I agree that the best fit is that when everything works together. Yeah. For me, having my city wanting to go into tech, wanting to improve uh, like everybody's quality of life right. by, by actually providing the information or playing nice with tech companies, that's a good thing. Like, I'm happy that... that but you don't think it's something they need to do? I, I don't think it has to be obligated by, by law. No, there's of course there's not a law. But I'm saying, if you run a city, okay, call yourself, like, Mayor Rui, right? And you want your city to run smoothly. Right now, I'm picturing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, mayoral. but I'm like, you want, your city <laughs> to, you want your city to run smoothly. You want your pedestrians to have... No, when an you go to way. Europe to some cities, you turn around and you're like, oh my God, everything's so... It's just, oh, well, you're in Amsterdam and the way people yeah, ride bikes right. and you're like, wow, wow, there's like... They get the priority over the car and in, in like the in the law and everything is going on and everyone's those like those are two different things. No, but I just feel like they're they're setting the ground to be more of a a, a, a fun, smart city. Smart city. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, so for me, like a sm- so I, I as I said, I'm up for it. I think it's a good thing. I think it's the most positive thing you can do. But I would just not put this as part of the like a like a law thing where you have because you can't do it as a law because you'll make a um, monopoly. But if you're what you said before about having some sort of place that they can access this information yeah, I, and drive. I think every, I think I, agree with I think that in, I want to say in the future I think it's already there that most uh, like yeah. most parts of the like the the automation system there's no or, way that that is working I think a lot of them already city. have APIs which which other so that that's what I would go I for. doubt it because think about it, it like you know imagine some guy goes all right I can prove you got you can use this road for the marathon for I don't know schnitzel. Anyways, and then you turn around. You're expecting the city to then report that to all the different branches, and especially to the tech branch, where they're probably not running it very well, to let them know that hey, this is happening, and we need to put that in the API or whatever. And I just don't think um, that's no. That's but uh, but first of all, if you talk about a city having APIs, then I'm guessing it's not about somebody saying hey, we need to put this in the API. But there's like a whole. Process around it. It's not it, like it's not. Have met our medical insurance here, where I have a, no. I have two different apps. You know what they did? They released an app and then they <laughs> updated the app by sending me a message an SMS saying we have a new app and it was a completely different app. Why did they just update the old app? <laughs> this is how stupid these old companies and old things are. I'm sorry. Anyways, let's go back to the what we're what we're supposed to be talking about okay. here. Just social. 
Which is social. Social. And now so, how cities no, are wait. ruining everything in Roy's. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like I'm becoming like one of those people. Like, You're getting old. You're very like, oh, I have a firm decision that it's not about what the yeah. city can do for you. It's what you can do for your city. I uh, know. <laughs> no, but I, start, I, I, like, I didn't realize this about myself until today. Maybe it's because I'm listening to too much of like, like Jordan. NPR. No, I'm just saying. No, NPR would have been no, the other way around. Right. NPR would be. I actually good. like that. Uh, good yeah, but um, I don't know. I know, yeah, something changed. Something, it's darker. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so actually, so you worked, you've been working with the weights community for how long? Two years? Mm-hmm, almost. Okay, so what I'm guessing, and I'm going to get this out of you for okay. our listeners, is that you have so many things you learned from your experience, that working really well, or engaging more or less, or different practices that you would recommend other product-based community managers to do. Yeah. She's also okay. done local, social, and, and Wix, right? Right, yeah. Localized, social, and, and dressing. Wh- which people. I guess actually intervenes, like intertwines. Yeah, so it's definitely like, yeah, they're definitely like stepping into each other. My best practice there, and I think that it's really relatable, is like usually communities, the bigger the community is, the less human approach they have to each mm-hmm. other. Like everything is run via forums or via Google groups or uh, social media, you, you name it. trying to optimize like, right, the Right, right. So like... Some people have Slack groups. I'm just, like, naming you all mm-hmm. the options. Right. And when you actually get to give them the space to meet each other face-to-face, that's really magical. The face-to-face. Yes, like the okay. face-to-face. Whenever you make an Wait, organized... real live, like, meetups? Yeah, oh, yeah like, meetups, right. real-life meetups. That's when I believe that the magic really happens. I think that there's some... And that's what really proves that we can work with computing and, like, as much yeah. as we want. But there's a human component that we'll never, like, we will be never, ever, ever be able to reproduce. Like, just so the you, fact of, like, sitting next to each other and shaking hands and, and, and meeting them for the first time. It's very magical, and I think it's very, it's very valuable for them, for us as a company, to see their faces. Right. And to, like, appreciate. Do you guys host the meetups, or do they? We host the meetups. Yeah, we host the meetups. Sometimes they choose the venue. I mean, whatever. It's like different right. practices. You go home and say, "Hey, want to do a meetup?" And then we're like, "Do you have any preferences?" Yeah, you know, yeah, like exactly that. like that. But uh, we're very supportive towards them meeting each other. Very, yeah. very supportive. And I think this is one of the things that it's very, very special whenever they meet. And sometimes we, as community managers, sort of like you know, yeah. people from the company, get to meet them as well. And not only like you realize they're amazing people, but also you understand so many things by just right. sitting with them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. are you basically at that point mapping personas? Like, is that what you do? Like, right. At that point, and then you, like, realize Now I'm no. understanding John, who is actually named John, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, likes this about the product, likes this about the product. And it's, like, really... Right. And it's the best feedback you can get because usually, like, communities is not the random using. Of course, all feedback is welcome all the time for any product. But when you're getting feedback for from this super user that probably knows the product even better than you do, right? right. They played with the product for hours. They know it. Right. They know how to, in Waze case, map. In Wix's case, how to create a website, right? Like, they just know the product from yeah. within. And whenever you get feedback from them, it just becomes so valuable. Right. It's, it's a complete difference. We're not talking about a random support question. We're talking about someone who has an insight and then it can give you 
probably more than one very accurate examples of why this right. failed and or why this needs to be improved. And right. they emotionally really care about Absolutely, you. Absolutely, because that's the beauty about the thing about the community. You know, when you include people and when you listen to their feedback, they're also a part of the product. Right. You know, um, Waze is an app that, you know, there's no money involved, right? There, you don't need to pay to download it. It's a free app. And, and people really, really get involved. They really understand that they're giving something to their communities just by the fact that you're able to drive smoothly on Hada Am Street. Yeah. They're just, like, really bringing something into, like, a this, price. Is actually, this is actually right. <laughs> this is a rise. We're right. Um, it's we're a rise. Really I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a good time to do a, a, a quick message a, from a our sponsors. sponsor. <laughs> rise, a co-working space for fintech companies, which ways acknowledges when you drive through its street. That's true. <laughs> it does. No, but okay, what, I was, yeah. what I was going to say is that um, when you're <laughs> I'm laughing because this was actually the sponsorship. This was true. That was perfect. Yeah, that was it. We just this said was, it. We yeah, checked this it is off. Rise, and they're giving us a space to record a podcast. And uh, then this is the. This, this, <laughs> we suck at sponsorships. Yeah, we're pretty. Uh, anyway, uh, but what I wanted to say was Ray T. Yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to say was that there's this um, there's this thing as a marketer that I've always wanted for ways to do, and I, it's interesting that. Um, I don't know why. I actually try. I had a couple of projects where I was supposed to start working with people ways, and I asked this question. Maybe that's why the project didn't go through. <laughs> <laughs> the question was very simple: was like everyone keeps talking about like you know to cut through traffic, to be smart, to outsmart traffic. But it, for me, it's, it's not that at all. It's for being where you want to be, like as fast as possible. That's it. It's not about. The traffic, which is almost to say like the feature-centric ads that we always talk about for Apple yeah. and this, what we're saying. No, it's not about the traffic. It's about getting home to your family as fast as possible. It's about getting to the places but you want to be as fast as possible. I, you know what? I, th- I think there's, there's, there's more than one persona to this. There's this, um, there's a very productive persona, let's say this way, that just wants to go from A to B really fast. And I think there are people who just want to feel like they made the right decision when driving it's like oh I knew better I outsmarted them if, if, if you would tag like yeah. this yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. and I th- but I think it's important what I actually want to wanna talk well emphasize not talk about yeah. like, but just emphasize and I think this is really important when it comes to communities and products I think a lot of the companies kind of turn to communities when they need something. The idea of communities is like, oh, I want to have a community of loyal fans. I want to have people I can speak with. I can release features to. Where the intent, and this is, I think, something Waze is doing really well, is that the intent of your uh, community, your product-based community should be, I want to get to know my audience the best as possible. I want to help them. Like what you're saying, like the, the, the face-to-face is like super important. It's like yeah. you acknowledging the fact that your users have a, a personal and emotional need to, to, to connect and you want to help them do that. Like that's the face-to-face meetup. Face-to-face right. go, like, or is it like, because some of these places, some of these, you know, people with communities and companies and whatever try to do meetups where they have speakers talk and all this different stuff. How, is a, how does a meetup go? With- so we have many different kind of meetups. We have like self-organized, which is just, they just meet and they just talk about problems they encountered or maybe they talk about their lives and they just want to meet each other like besides what they do and you guys like throw one uh, representative from you guys there yeah sometimes not even sometimes sometimes not even sometimes they just do it by themselves completely they just tell us how it was Um, the bigger meetups like you know the ones that we include many communities from different countries and stuff like that then we definitely have presence on and 
Usually we do have speakers. Uh, always we ask them in advance what kind of topics are they interested in what hearing. Can, can I ask like what? Yeah, kind of they can be interested about ETA. They can be interesting about routing. They can have interest about localization. So you ask the community what is a topic topics, they would like yes. to hear about, then, and then you invite the people over. Exactly. Very right. smart. Okay. Uh, so and this is something that is a. I think it's a very logical practice. Right? No, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't think people are doing but, it. Well, yeah. but I think it makes again, sense. this is this is the intent, the original intent, because I think this this to me sounds like the smart and right thing to do. Company, so that's the difference between being like really community centric in your approach versus building, building a, community a community that needs to serve yeah. you. So building a community that a community approach is like you're saying, hey guys, we're doing this for you. What do you guys want to talk about? What do you want us to, what information or what can we provide you to make this interesting right. for you? Versus the other approach where a lot of companies do is like, we want to talk about this and this. So we're yeah. going to have an event and we're going to invite them to hear what we want to say. We want to prep them. But that's for not a, thing a community. That then you're just, they're but just this, an audience. So, so this is talking what most at people, right? Yeah. This, is what most, people. this yeah. is what I think most a lot of the companies right now talking about community product, product community, I'm already confused. No, but I get what uh, you're saying. So they, they come because, like, we have a need, and it's like always go we instead of yeah. they. We have a need to have a loyal base where you can market our features and product over and over again. Or they say we want to have an ambassador program, whatever. Yeah. And usually what it means is, like, we need people to be to affiliate or sell our product. Right. And then what happens, and this is very important because... This is where you usually, uh, and Jonathan, I bet you've seen this a bunch of times uh, in the creative process, and, and I bet you've seen this also like a bunch of times uh, when when planning ahead, is that sometimes you go from a meeting and you speak with either the manager or the CEO and whatever, and the way they talk is that we need this, we need this, we need this. And then you go out of the meeting and you just say, okay, how do I kind of like channel this to give value to other people but but the original intent is not to give value and then everything gets stuck the right. entire process doesn't work I can tell you like I don't know any company fortunately I always work in companies where their community was actually like very valuable and we listened to it from Wix mm -hmm. that you know they have a very active uh, Facebook group uh, they, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they used to do meetups in their lounges. And, yeah, I know uh, they yeah, still do meetups. Yeah, like so um, their engagement with their community, they were not trying, trying to create an affiliate program. This right. was not the idea. The idea was right. like, we want to know our users, and we understand because we're smart enough to, if we get their feedback and we apply it, at the end of the day, you're doing a product for people. You're not, you know... A hundred percent. So, yeah. and this can happen in, like, many other stuff. Like, Airbnb also hosts amazing meetups, and they do understand with this whole, like, Airbnb experiences stuff. So, they're hosts? They're host meetups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they have a no, they have like community. The, 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 the Airbnb community is a community of hosts, usually? Oh, no, it can be, yeah, it depends on how you call it. I don't know how you call it, like, the, ex the ones who provide the experiences. Are those hosts as well? I think they're hosts. Yeah, they're hosts. The, the ones who... Ex they but you also even have companies who are providing experiences for the... Like, they're doing the work for the host to make sure the place is done and everything like that. Right. I'm sure they want to get also... Right, Guesty, right? I mean, that's one of the, Yeah, Guesty yeah. is one of the ones yeah. I just... Oh, wow, that's really weird. That's one of the ones I just heard about, like, yeah. this week. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was, you know, of course, there's a Netflix show about the whole thing. Absolutely. So there's great. many, many companies. There's a Netflix companies. show that talks about it. You know what I turned around and did? Uh, the Paltrow's moving to a new office, very beautiful, big new office. And I went up to them and I was like, listen, I know this is going to sound weird, but I watch a Netflix show. And one of the things they talk about is that every Airbnb needs to have a selfie corner, a social oh. corner. 
like where you where you set up a place that looks so perfect. You know people are going to take pictures there. Now it doesn't actually have to be. You know, in one of them they did a they took the this shed that's mm-hmm. in the corner of the the real estate or whatever, and they did all this beautiful like stuff on the outside with the wood to make it look very pretty. Now you can't use it; it's not meant to do anything. Just it's really pretty enough that people would want to take pictures in right. front of it. So I was like, we need to have corners like that in this office. You guys that's are moving to this office. You need to make these spots that people want to take selfies with, and you need to make them as interactive. And I said even to the point where you set up a glowing ring. Right. Where you can set your camera in the middle with a timer and it takes the picture so you have the perfect lighting. Like really to the point where people right. are sharing pictures that look so good that you're going, I want to go there. Like Google I, has that yeah, also yeah, the yeah. entrance I, with the wooden I, I area think, there. I think Google has this a lot in the office which have like, the cool factor. Yeah, we I think have, before we you get really in there, it's even because, really have beautiful offices. Because if, if I remember correctly from like, I visited Google a bunch of times in, in Israel, like the place where most developers work in Israel, at mm-hmm. least, it's the cubicle, like, right? Like, like where they actually no, sit no, down and work. No, no, it's open space. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. open space, but with like the, yeah. um, how do you say it? Yeah, like, like the dividers. Desks, yeah. Yeah, like dividers. dividers. Little but, dividers. But like when you go around the office and they have themed rooms, you have this, and then when you go where people actually work, it's just like the most regular working area. Yeah. Right. It is true. Uh, but, but, but everything I, else is like, oh, I'm Google, I have to take a picture here, I have to take a selfie here. Right. Because that's the part of the experience you sent out. Um, Facebook does it as well. I believe that in, in every. In the lobby yeah. for Google. You know the wooden, the wooden yeah. area? Everyone has like a shot there. Yeah. Because, because like, I don't have a shot you, there. You know, God damn it. You know why everybody <laughs> has, a, has a shot there? Because most people, the people who usually take a shot there are the people who are not secure enough in their mind to know that they're going to be in a cooler area in the inside. Google. Yeah. Inside. So they do it because they want to say, they, they would basically. Like they wanted this to be clear. They I'm coming it, for lunch. Of and I'm doing this. I'm you coming can always with come a phone. Yeah, I'm coming come. with a camera yeah, crew so, also. So, the people, <laughs> no, so, like, the people, the people who actually are, uh, like, the people who are. Uh, have like a one-off visit at Google. They do the pictures of the the wooden thing. Right. The people who feel comfortable at Google take a picture of the, of the lunch or something that's like internal. Nice. Because they know like I'm not gonna waste my picture on the wooden thing yeah, because I'm gonna I know be I'm gonna inside. see something much cooler inside. Like right. like there's a there's a new floor there. No, like there's a floor <laughs> with uh, with a coffee lounge. We have many. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, you know the one with the barista. Yeah, she's already well. used to it two years yeah. there. She's like, oh, no. No, it's yeah. new. It's like a six months, no, it's, seven it's months. No, it's new. It's pretty new. And but, it's like an amazing uh, spot. Right, but just That's like, funny. yeah, the Israeli office is like, I was very, I'm very blessed because I, I travel yeah. for the meetups and stuff. So every time that I go to a country where there's no Google office, it's a mess for me right. to go visit it. Also, it's very easy for me to work she there. She goes to people's houses who use Google. Right. <laughs> Are you using Google? Yeah, yeah okay, Google, I'm sleeping Google here. Good. Um, and we really have beautiful offices, but I don't know. For example, my dream office to go visit, and I'm like saying this out loud, asking so that, for yeah. help, is to go to the Pixar Studios. They say they're absolutely gorgeous. I love it how you waited for a second like someone's going to go into the room and say, we, we have, have a surprise yes. for you. Yes. No. no, but we don't have budget. Yeah, we don't have it. Okay, well, if everyone has any contact, I would really love to go there. Pixar Studio. Yes. Okay, so if you're a Google listener, but like, I don't know if they can get you in the office. <laughs> yeah, no, that's It's going to be like a weird thing. She, has to, she just wants to come over and I just want to go, hunt. yeah, just for selfie. Yeah, all, 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 all they have to do is like say, hey, let's meet downstairs and they forget their jackets. Like, 
okay, you know, come oh, up yeah, with yeah, come up with something. And then nice. you get a selfie. That's it. That's oh, what you're going to do with nice the lunch thing. I'm gonna, I'll be like, oh, let's go to lunch. You'll be like, you're not really allowed in. I'll be like, oh, I forgot my jacket. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, like, right. I just have to go to the bathroom real quick. Very cool. That's the. Oh, that's a good one. I, yeah. I never tried it. Though I, I imagine Pixar had like a guest bathroom outside. Yeah. It's like, like a shed. Oh, it's like a broken shed. We used the one near the little. It's like the chemical toilets. It's like, oh, you're not from Pixar. Yeah, there's the guest bathroom. It's an outhouse. Right? With no doors. Yeah, but inside, there's a little bit of animation drawn in the stall. There's a guy in like a Buzz Lightyear costume. Oh, bathroom, come here. Oh, you're a guest. Use this yeah, one. Yeah. You're going for the less magical experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so we were talking about Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. So, so, no, so there's many companies, once again, that have a lot of communities that are very successful. And basically, I believe that why they make them very successful is because they actually listen to their communities. And by communities, it can be... Um, you know, every company decides to do it different. Like maybe they decide to have like ten top users, and that's those are the users they listen to. There's uh, companies that decide to have uh, broader communities and have like thousands. Right. Um, so it depends on the company and like their. Would you ever do like a uh, like? I don't want to say survey, but you know how they have that like, question thing on, on like, Facebook? Uh, yeah. Google form. Poll. Yeah. Google form. Google Sorry. Poll. Of course, a Google form. Uh, <laughs> what's, the so, other, what's the other company you mentioned? <laughs> she hit me really hard. No, <laughs> no but uh, if you, would you ever do that in your community? Or is that like not... Like to... Well, I just broke our booth. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um... Would you yeah, ever? of course. We use Google Forms for a lot of feedback. Uh, but you would put that in the community. I'm, I'm not, I don't run communities. Right. Like, that's okay. not my thing. But I'm just interested enough. That would be something that you would do. So once again, like our community has like many different like levels. There's people who are more engaged. People who are. Those are like no, the yeah, ambassador so, yeah, exactly. Kind of so we have like our very, very super, super, super top, top, top tier one users. We have our super, super not tier one users. Like there's many levels. Do they get giveaway? No, I'm <laughs> no. Uh, they're, the, they're the guest rooms. Uh, <laughs> no, they're amazing, and and they all get like clearly, you know, no one has all the free time in the world to just do us. Yeah, do right? like you yeah. know just to yeah. But when you really love them, like if if Vasco Vasco Cam is one of my favorite like yeah. apps ever ever. If they ask me for anything, I do it. I think I'm paying them on subscription for absolutely nothing right now, just because I love their yeah. product. So I, if, I, if, if I'm like a hardcore fan, yeah, yes. They're me not survey. sponsoring us. You shouldn't do that. Uh, I mean, like I, I semi like them should, day, unless should. they pay me money. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, no, pay them money. It is saying that it's very interesting on how people get really connected and engaged with a company. I, I'm very, for example, like besides ways that I work for. Uh, actually, I'm a big fan of Netflix. Like, I'd be happy to volunteer, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If they Especially would ask with sex me. ed, awesome. Did you see it? Not yet. Okay. I oh, heard that's amazing. I, I, well, I, I, heard about I got it. it as a as a recommendation. Is yeah. it? Good? Yeah, it was. I, I, There's also I, a new I show. To there, be like there's a, a new cheating. show they're really promoting now. Friends. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I see those things too, but like, uh, no, but when Breaking it's Bad, also good. That new one. <laughs> My process went, I went to Giphy to get a GIF, and then I saw a sex ed GIF, and I was like, oh, sweet, this is great. And then somehow I find myself, like, three clicks later on the Filipino Netflix uh, Instagram account. Oh, wow. Where, where they're, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And they're doing, like, they're really promoting the sex ed thing, and they had, like, a picture of uh, the main, one of the main characters there with the, what's her name, from Suicide Squad? 
Uh, Harley Quinn, whatever. Yeah, uh, Robbie Margot. Ro- Ro- yeah, Margot. 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 So they put their Margot. Ruby. Margot, yeah, that's yeah. right. Margot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So they put the faces near each other, and like, we're not saying, but they kind of look uh, similar, you know? And I was like, yeah, they really do. Like, God damn it. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was really great. They actually, the Filipino Netflix made their own GIFs with, in, yeah. you know, not, yeah. it wasn't in English. And I was like, what is this? It was cool. Anyways, yeah, yeah Netflix. Netflix awesome. social yeah. is by far to my understanding Water's the best, the best. Oh, yeah, I added a new thing best. by the way I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. Netflix did something really smart did you see the new thing that they did what? really smart I'm just mentioning this because this is interesting anyways so you know like you go to Netflix and you go to recently added and especially here in Israel we don't get the access to all the uh, unless you have a yeah. VPN or use Opera, which comes with free VPN. Um, but, like, uh, you really don't have access to all the different stuff. And then, uh, so sometimes you're like, I don't know, what am I going to watch? And you hear stuff about things coming out on Netflix, but you don't really, like, remember it. Right. So they added a new tab on the top that says coming soon, and you click it, and they show you all the different shows coming soon. Wow. And you can click to say remind me. Mm. So you're actually going through, you can skim through, and it really brings you back. If you're like, going, oh, there's nothing for me to watch anymore. I watched everything. And all of a sudden you see it coming soon. You're like, oh, and it has the remind me button on each one. And I've actually given this advice to like, um, there was a diabetic company that did uh, a sensor, and they showed me the sensor. And they say, oh, this is like really cool. And I was like, yeah, freaking awesome. I want one of these. And I said to them, uh, is it in the insurance? Like, is it included in my insurance package? And they go, no, it's not yet, but it will be soon. So I said, great. So I said, that's it? They're like, yeah, we, we let you know. And I was like, can I give you a recommendation? You should really make a list where you can remind me when it actually goes in because you're losing a lot of people coming to your booth and hearing about the thing. All you need yeah. to do is take my email and just blast it out when, when the thing's available. So it's the same thing here with the Netflix that all of a sudden you can just do remind me and it's bringing you back to the product. Yeah. Very cool. That's so cool. But wait, I want to... I, wanna, I uh, love this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, so... Meetups and stuff like that, there's like peak engagement, right? Where you bring people in, they meet each other. Yeah. How do you keep the community engaged on the ongoing? Like what's like the... Ooh, what's the like stra- strategy Strategies for like recommendation or strategies I you have? I think that uh, this is like coming I mean, from my experience. Every community manager has their own. Um, Gunpoint. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm saying that every, like I really I can tell you my yeah. best practices. Um... First, I'm very responsive. I think that a commu- like if you're already committing to having a community, you need to have someone who's there to answer. Right. Their, you know, because otherwise you're just creating yeah. this massive group of people who have no one to go to, and that makes no sense. Um, so I'm very responsive. Um, I'm very moti- like I try to brainstorm with them. Um, I do webinars with them uh, in order to just you know cut the gap between like the meetups we only do meetups maybe like once a year yeah. uh, so in order to maintain that, that human vibe and like we're seeing each other we're and seeing each other's faces and the webinars are topical or just like hang out yeah well whatever we're sometimes we're like hey we're discussing this I see you're discussing this topic in the forum that um, seems very critical for you let's discuss it and maybe I bring a developer and, and just be mm-hmm. like okay let's just talk about it let's do a Q&A with all of you together um, so giving them access into the company yes yeah, we're very cool. eager into like opening drawers and making sure that they know what's going on they are the heart of our product right, right. like that's not how it goes if they don't have access to what is right. going on then it just makes no sense but on the day to day they just like communicate with one another just ongoing talk well we don't things. know exactly that's why we, we call them like self-managed communities there's yeah. no like someone like we, we there's no like community like guide rules in terms of like you need to communicate through this channel like we don't do that right. we know that um 
from my understanding, some of them communicate through Slack, some of them communicate through, um, right. I don't know, this other, well, whatever, like all these kind of like other apps, sometimes they have a hangout um, right. conversation. But, you, but, but you, like, do you feel or do you think, also I guess it depends on the life cycle of the, of the community, that part of the role of the community managers to spark the conversation. Yeah, that's the interesting yes. thing. Because, because, so what do you like go home and you see something interesting and you're like, oh, maybe I should post this on the thing. What is that? And how do you decide what's, what's your, something you're going to post and what you're not going to post? So, I'm like very eager and this is actually coming more from my week's experience okay. where like the community. Like in week's experience, it's like, it's very broad. You could say that like it's the internet. We right. make the internet. So right. you can turn around and say any internet trend can be something you turn around and go, hey guys, did you see this internet trend? Absolutely. But when you're dealing with something that's more refined, like a, like a product that's, you know, Waze, which is traffic and GPS and this and this, it's like, I'm like wondering, how do you turn around and make a decision and you go in your head you're like, okay. Do I post a really old picture of, like, in, in Israel, you used to have these books that were maps that you put behind the passenger seat. Do you remember that right, stuff? Right, yeah. So do I take a picture of this and go, ha-ha, does anyone remember this crap? Like, that stuff? <laughs> do you, like, how do you decide what would be an interesting to spark some sort of a conversation? Um, well, Sorry, you were about once to again, no, no, and, and I, no, I anything, no once again, it really depends on, on the community. I think that every community has different concerns. Once again, it really depends on the life cycle of the community, mm -hmm. if it's a very, like, baby community, if it's a community that's super mature, for example, like our U.S. community, right? Like super mature community. Uh, amazing community. What's the difference in, in, in decision-making? I'm don't. I'm like just yeah. asking this for my, I'm asking it for the users, but yeah. mostly for myself because I'm just really interested to know. Like if you say, here's a matured community and here's a small community that we just started building, do you not put something random funny like that up or do you not no like, no we it? always keep the fun but I'm saying like probably if the community is more mature um, I know we cover the basic topics right like we're not going to talk about like basic routing they probably know yeah. about it right and they're, also, and they're also like more engaged already because they're part of the conversation exactly they know like, each other they're much more they don't need much guidance like they right. have their own leaders between mature that community mature in the sense that they're educated no, the uh, yeah, no, yeah yeah they're, they're much more product educated but at that point when you're talking to someone who's more educated can do you can you make silly posts oh of course not? we like, always make silly posts and we always use memes and gifs whenever oh, okay, we cool, require cool. and, and I think that that's also once again bringing that human element to it um um, at the end of the day, we're all people, and we're all like, kind of like going towards the same direction. And you want to make them laugh, and and also in meetups, you know, it's not all about like, oh, conference, conference, conference. Like, we have our coffee breaks, we go for dinner, we we have right. our laughs. It's very important for us as a community to know them, and we know them. I know their names. They tell me about their families. They know about my right. life. Like, it's it's very now they know what bus you take. Na yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um. So it's very uh, important, I believe, to be like open and and to give them to understand them and understand what's the best. Once again, it really depends, and I think that's the beauty of it when you actually get to know your community and you're just talking to this like big mass of people, but you actually understand their needs and feels and everything. Then you can cater better content for them. Okay. Well, what I was actually thinking, or um, like when you have so. Baby moments community. when Roy says something like this and he takes a slow pause, he actually pulls out a pipe. You can't see it. <laughs> but he pulls out a pipe and he goes, what I was or actually thinking, pondering about, <laughs> the conundrum is, <laughs> no, uh, is that, again, like baby community versus mature community yeah. is that when there's a, there's a baby community, 
Yeah. Small one. Kids. Like small huggies. Small yeah. one. <laughs> no, it's a um, tiny one. So the thing is that there's no DNA of conversation. So think about this between you meeting up with a person right now, just yeah. sitting down for coffee. You're the first person there. He's the first person there. She's the first person there. And you kind of drink a coffee and you kind of try and find things to converse about. Right. Versus where you go into a dinner party and you're like the 15th yeah, person there. Everyone's already and, you, right. and there's a DNA to the conversation. There's a dynamic and it's easy for you to join in the conversation and add volume to the conversation. That's right. really interesting. So, so like for, for us, you, like, I mean, I think the hardest part in building a new community is that at the beginning, like nobody has any habits around it. So what questions do I ask? Uh, is it okay to ask it here? Uh, what should I expect from this community? So, like, in a whole different aspect, thinking about, for example, uh, Twitter versus Facebook in the kind of content you, you discuss right. there, not gonna go. <laughs> uh, is that Facebook is more optimistic, or Instagram is more optimistic and smiley, I want to show you my perfect life, everything is amazing. Twitter, the, con- the volume of the conversation is around being cynical and news and dark and... And like the the jokes you can tell on Twitter, real. I don't know if it's real. Both are real. No. I no like Instagram. I, 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 both real? are no. <laughs> both are fake. Yeah, but is it more about real topics, real things going on? No, but bad. yeah, but Instagram what, is more yeah, about but beauty, dreaming, is real, Vacation is real fake in terms of you are on vacation. Your vacation is not uh, uh, like a pamphlet perfect, but also like your your views on the world are not that cynical and dark, and you're not this pessimistic person uh, who's trying to be funny all the time. Well, you are, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're I, not this sarcastic snark copywriter your entire day. So they're both fake in the same and and, and, yeah. and real in the same amount, but once you have like so when you go into a new, and that's that's what's actually interesting for me uh, to ask is like when you go into like a new upcoming uh, community, mm-hmm. how do you? Doesn't matter if it's like ways or wigs or like or like yeah. or how do you have any best practices or things you say? Okay, if you have like a, this baby new community, this is how you would foster the initial conversation. Nurture. Nurture. Yeah. That's it. That's all. <laughs> so, Nurture a baby, boy. <laughs> I foster babies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves them away. Yeah. Um, so, that's a nice question. Um, first of all, I think that it's very important, like, usually for products that have online presence, it's very easy to start monitoring that conversation right. before. Because you already know how you're using already know who social, we're encountering, right? I'm not just entering a room right. with random strangers. I know their usernames or their ID numbers or however you want to call it. And that's and an whatever. amazing, just yeah. off the bat, that's like an amazing point of view. Right, because you need to know, and that's why it's very important for us to be like, they have their forums, right? Like we have a forum, or, or, or like for example, in weeks there was this Facebook group um, where they had direct channel to communicate with us and for us to be monitoring that was very very important not only because of the feedback we were getting from it or like the problems we were able to solve but actually when you get to meet them face to face you know what to talk about you know what they experience you know the maybe you don't even need to be involved in the conversation maybe they can solve issues mm-hmm. within each other but you already know what happened, right? Yeah. Like, there's not going to be big surprises. You so, already know it's going to get the volume. Exactly. Interest, you already know where the conversation is going to go. We're watching a TV show. It is. And then people come to talk about the new episode, and you want to be involved, so you need to watch the whole freaking scene. Right, it's, exactly. It's kind of so, yeah. yeah. No, this is already, like, I'm already completely understand. I am not a community builder. I will right. never. This well, is not my thing. So, like, I'm, I'm hearing things that are completely new to me, and I'm like, I never thought about community or even the engagement that I have on a community that I just join where I feel like that nervousness of 
wait, do I can I ask this here? Should I not ask this here? Should but I? because again, when you're joining a conversation, it's easier. So, for example, because like if you go in a community, right. and the questions you get, for example, is like, um, I'm gonna invite I like invent topics which I'm sure it's I not literally said schnitzel before for yeah. a, a marathon I'm not, I'm, not, yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm just gonna invent topics I'm guessing that's not how the ways community looks like but if you go into the community and everybody's like hey how do you do this how do you do that is this feature good is this feature bad this is the conversation then you're not gonna ask like a existential que- question about the product or you're not gonna go and say how do I download the app no no you're not gonna go and say like where does ways people see themselves in five years because that's not the type yeah. of questions you see so the dynamic of the first question of the conversation there is when new people come in that's what's gonna set up what kind of conversation you're gonna have so for us we have a new uh, community link below no just kidding nice. called uh, Growth <laughs> Impact which is like for growth hackers marketers CEO, CEOs who, who are actually working hard on growing their active user base mm-hmm. right so for us at the beginning, first of all, my North Star metric for community building is uh, is engagement per post. Okay. Because I know that if Do this goes up... agree or disagree with what he said? No, I'm just like, I think this is... I can, I can explain why. Yeah, okay. I can explain. Yeah. It's because for me, a North Star metric has to be a number that if it goes up, right, mm-hmm. then it means that all the other metrics are aligned and are working well. So for me, having like a high average to post uh, engagement, right? It means that there's a lot of people commenting on posts. Uh, it means that the person who's posting something usually gets what they came for, meaning he under, like he's going to go back to the community. Mm-hmm. Because if you ask something, you get no responses. The next time you go, go to the community, that it can actually get you, the val- mm-hmm. get you the value. And it shows that a lot of people are posting. Like It encourages other people to post as well. And right. that's the shows effect. you listen to Gary V. It's not about the numbers, the subscribers. It's about the. No, it was always about that. It's about buying fake comments. No, <laughs> it's not about the fake likes. It's about the fake, fake comments. comments. That's right. Um, so, so for example, for us, and uh, we, the way we hack this or fake this into being, is that our initial community, we have people we talk with every day, one on one, saying, "Hey, I saw you post this this question, or know you have this problem. Can you post this question on the group?" And once, for example, I think one of the best examples was in the first or second day, uh, somebody wrote, uh, came in and said, like, hey, like, what's the deal with uh, Google uh, 360 Analytics? Should I upgrade? Like, I didn't know the answer, right? But he asked this. So what I started doing is I went through all the members we have. We had, like, 100 members on the first day. So I was like, who can answer this question? Right. And then I went in and I say, oh, I don't know, but maybe this and this and this person can answer you because I want to drag them into the conversation. And then I actually went outside the community, talked to analytic people that I know, say, hey, we have this question in the group. Can you come in and answer? And I actually send them. They joined the group. They answered. Because every time somebody posts something, I know that for me the most important thing is them getting the answer they needed. Absolutely. Right? And also fostering what kind of questions I want them to answer. So I have friends who are like more data-driven. So I would like say, hey, can you ask something that like you would ask a data analyst, and you post that, or or tell me what question do you get the most, and I'm gonna ask somebody else to post that mm-hmm. question. And then, for example, one of the questions that we got is like, uh, how do you uh, lead score? Uh, how do you create your lead score automation on uh, Prodot, like uh, one of the yeah. marketing automation software? Now this question is very technical. It's not like it's like this is a very technical question because it's how you implement and how you do the scoring sets the tone for this not being a beginner's community. Right. 
right? Because a beginner's community would be around, hey, do you have a good article about marketing automation? This is about, wait, these people know what they're doing. They have specific technical questions now. So having specific questions being asked, you define what the community is going to be about. In the beginning, I think you kind of have to fake it a lot of the time, unless you already have like a vivid uh, audience from before. Um, that we're just looking for the platform. Right. So from my experience, it's like, it's very interesting how every community like builds itself. Mm-hmm. Like clearly when you have like the very, very basic community, this I always join communities that were built, so I cannot yeah. tell you like from ground start how to okay. build a community. That's something that I have not much knowledge about. If I create new communities, they're already it's by already like engaging with users that are already part of another community that we already have. So it's like mm-hmm. a very easy pass from one community to the other, etc. But I think yeah, I mean absolutely, you need to be paying attention to what the users, super users, whatever you want to call them, want to talk about, and. It, it's very interesting on how you can also like place what you want them to talk about like right. in that conversation as well you know what also serves you not necessarily on like a money level but it's like we're launching this feature and we want, really want to know what they think about it right and maybe yeah. they're not interested in that feature but you need their feedback right so you want so, to start navigating the conversation exactly that. so maybe that's something and, and and when they resist they resist there's nothing to do but presenting them in a way that to be like hey we really care about your opinion like we really right. do care and and maybe your opinion is what's going to lead us so, to say we're going to launch this or not yeah. so for so for example I just want to make a company that tells the truth be like we really care about your opinion because this is how we make more money like, but that's how I want to talk with my users I want to be like but I have, 100% but you know what I think, I think that that's here's the interesting take yeah because it, and we had this with the guys from uh, the, you know the, the, guy, the guys from Popton when they were here talking about their community yeah. they said like when we launched people we, when we like they had a community before they launched the product right so when we launched it on the first day People say, "Hey, how do I pay you?" And they were like, "We don't have a pay, like a pricing tier yet." And they're like, "Yeah, but like, so tell me, just I'm just gonna, I just want to pay for this part because I wanted to succeed. And if I don't pay for it, you're not gonna have a company." Nice. So I think that when you build a company or a community uh, and you give value and you provide value, people aren't against paying you. People aren't against people. Don't. It's not that people don't want companies to make money. They want good companies to make money, right? Like nobody cares if Facebook is making money. What people are upset with is when Facebook is making money off their back, or that's how they yeah. feel like. Nobody's like, oh, Facebook shouldn't make any money. If Facebook doesn't make any money, it doesn't exist. And I think that if you have a really good relationship with your community, mm-hmm. building something that you'd be happy to fake. Okay, I just want to have, like, a, a, I want to have, if you've ever read the blog for Cards Against Humanity, mm-hmm. it's just the way that they talk there is just so I think tactless. I love it. It's such a, you feel like, I don't like using this because it's not my words, but it would be words of someone else to say it's very authentic to kind of just say it up front be like yeah we're making the product better so you guys want to pay more for it like something like ridiculous yeah. of that but anyways I'm sorry that's not ways yeah. and that was not connected to my thing by the way listen to the tone because when you say I want to create better products so I can charge you more that's bad No, I, I want to create better products so you would be happy to pay for them that's a whole different thing yeah I get it no no I totally get it but I love, I love the concept of being real like it's yeah. just real so, so I want to ask you another question do you think that community managers of more established communities. Like, yeah. we, we talked about the baby communities and right. how you foster and nurture the beginning. Nurture the beginning. Um, so with big communities, f- like, the risk is that the conversation might run dry or, like, you see, like, the volume is going off or, like, uh, or like trends, you know, like, the, the trend is dying off. Right. What would you suggest community managers uh, from your, like, yeah. general experience 
uh, how do you, how how would you approach this? So I think like the community is is usually attached to a product, right? Like or a service, and that usually service and products evolve, right? Mm -hmm. You launch new features, you launch new maybe a different product within the company you're you're like working for or whatever and by having those changes and informing the community and making them part of those changes you're never really letting them mm -hmm. letting the conversation die you're always giving them new stuff to because talk if about you're on the move, you right exactly the move. you ask them for like pre feedback you like involve in the conversation like hey we're thinking about doing this what do you think and then you already give them something to right. talk about and and also super valuable for you as well right because you get like immediate feedback from something that may have not even happened yet and and you can just get what they feel. Yeah. So I think the main answer for that is like just really share stuff with them. You know, really make them yeah. a part like of your decision making. Like, yeah. Which is, I guess this is what you're saying from the beginning which is that you just need to go and you have to be parallel with your community. These are your users. Yeah. If you parallel with them they'll grow with you. Right. If you're not, if you're not listening to them and you're not growing with them and the product's not growing with them, then yeah, it will seem yeah. to split some at one point. Absolutely. So I think it's a great um, by great. sharing stuff with them, they will be involved and, and you know, I don't I, I personally I don't know if any company they're like, Oh, so we create a great product. Bye. Like it never yeah. like it doesn't work bye. like bye. Okay, great. Well, that's we, what old spice did with the, their company. Oh, dude, you really hated that thing, huh? No, Old Spice, not Gillette. I'm talking no, about Old Spice. Yeah, yeah, I'm no, talking about Old Spice. Yeah, they're, yeah, but the fact that they left it. Ah, uh, yeah, I hated that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, um, never, it's never like that, right? Like, you don't create a product and you're like, okay, so we nailed it. It's great, but Like, you're always, like, giving it to new features. You're changing design. You're changing UX. There's so you many. You're changing the voice. Everything. You may be changing the branding of your company. Like, there's so many things you can do in order to keep your company alive because do they, otherwise do you they get design. sneak peeks stick to the things you do prior to everybody else? Mm-hmm. Sure, yes, they probably, do. They yeah. do. They yeah. do. Uh, if once again, it's like it's very important for us to to get that feedback in advance and and also like turn main users. Like once again, yeah. coming this like community is the heart of ways. Without them, um, right. everything would be different. So it's very important for us to give them sneak peeks and 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 to talk, you know, one on one with them or give like these very private webinars and stuff. And it's people that really really know the product. I mean, just keeping your your yeah. fingers to the ball. Space. So yeah. I I, I want to ask one last. I know we're running out of time. Yeah. So I want to ask this one question, which is like I think. We've really stolen you. on a whole different <laughs> on a whole different topic. Yeah. But I just want to get this, and someone Jonathan will edit this to look natural. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. No. Um, so one of the, I actually wanted to talk about this topic, and we didn't get to it because uh, we, we talked about something else, other things. Um, how would you recommend somebody injecting personality into like what would be the guidelines or the the big points of injecting personality into like the social media? Or like the social tone of a product. So I think the personality is very important to showcase that there are humans working in a company because people like actually consume a product and see like okay there's a product and they actually forget that there's humans in that office creating mm -hmm. that product and I think that highlighting that and like it's, behind it's, the scenes stuff and stuff. Yeah, like it's like you know behind the scenes is very very important. Whatever it's like. Let's create a blog post about the tips and tricks from our developers, or such as I told, like webinars with our developers or yeah. with our designers or uh, a little tour around our offices. I think mm -hmm. like injecting that human aspect to the company and to a product or to a service is the most important you can do on social right now because people, 
yes, they have a product, they have it on their app, whatever. But when they're talking about doing something with social, you want to see other people, right? You don't want to say, like, oh, there's a new product feature, like, who yeah, cares, right? You will find it anyway with the app store. You don't need to do it on social. On social, I believe it's much more important to showcase um, who you are as a company, what your values are, um, who is the people that make things happen for you, uh, who is the people who lead the conversation. Uh, you can also, like, I'm very open to share stuff from third-party people, you know, like if you think that it's relevant to your market, to your users, you know, why not? Social media, they have these different rules, right? It's different fields. Mm-hmm. And, and by sharing, you can also create a much more engaged community on social as well, right? Like they start seeing you as not only like as an information um, yeah, you know, like, yeah, information point for your product on your own, but maybe about your industry as a whole. Do you think and social media and community is like a spectrum that you go from social media follower to in community? And like, should companies in a way see this as like, if you're following me on social media, my end game is for you to be a part of the community that I'm building? I mean, not, I mean, depends on like what the goals of the company are, but I think it's a very natural path for users to take, yeah. right? Like the moment you start seeing social media, uh, it means that you're a bit more engaged on the company, right? You don't just have that app on your phone. Right. You're a bit more interested about what you're doing on right. their day-to-day. You're interested about getting daily updates, weekly updates, right. whatever. You care more, you like yeah, more, you like you it more. more. You're just a bit more engaged. Um, so I'm going to go to my example here at Netflix. I'm a big fan of them on social. And it would be a very... And because I admire them and I, like, proactively go and look for them on social, right? Like, mm-hmm. I got to this point as a user that I actually really enjoy reading their tweets. I love my ass out. Like, it's fantastic. And it would be very natural for me that if they want to do a close group, for example, I'm just staying within the social media platforms, right? But you just want to make it a more community-wise. Like, okay, let's create a close Facebook group talking about the new series. I would be the first one to want to get in. Right. And And then by that, then you were like, okay, now we're moving to this forum, which is on netflix.com slash forum, then that would also be a natural path for right. me to take. And by the end of the day, you're already on a meetup with them, right? right? Like, so I think that yeah, it's, social it's a, it's, it's is a, a very... It's like kind of like related videos on YouTube. You watch one two minutes clip and then you go into the five minutes clip. You exactly. watch 25 minutes, you want to see a full interview with a person, you read their blog post, you buy their book. and, right. and This you... is like saying it, me as like a user who, is right. in, who would be interested in... Right. Or maybe joining a community. I think that social media is a great place to start just because just you're filtering the people who already have a little bit more interest in what you do than yeah, just 100%. a random user that is watching Netflix at home, for 100%. example. Cool, cool. Thank you that was so, so much, much for, for coming and, and, and doing yeah. this podcast. We, ho- we hope it was easy to get here. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> but it, like, you hear traffic jokes taxi. the whole day. I just get taxi. I just get taxi. It's, it's like you hear like traffic jokes all day long. Yeah, yeah, like, right. like, yeah, yeah. Would you lose your way down the way to the meeting? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, if, somebody, if somebody runs into the me- late into the office, would they just like get grilled? Or, like, uh, did you use Wink? Because yeah. we would have been here on time. Um, yeah. Guys, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest yeah. on our My podcast. My pleasure. was a pleasure. Uh, if you like this podcast share like subscribe uh, force people to listen to it at gunpoint um and uh thank you so much the last one was kind of weird i got a little i I forced people at gunpoint yeah (laughs) Yeah. um all right bye bye guys